what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. Happy to be with you. (laughs) I'm happy to be with you as well, Dad. Did you enjoy the season premiere of Katie's season last night? Yeah, it, it, it was it was fine. You know, I mean, it's always it's always enjoyed never feels like the right word, you know, for the two hour uh, uh, shows that we have to get through with lots of commercials, you know, and, and you know, Monday is usually my uh, my cocktail hour with my college buddies. So it always, you know, I'm always seems like I'm up to 11 trying to get through these things. Well, it seems like, you know, that The Bachelor is always on Monday and that it should be easy to move your cocktail hour to adjust to your prior commitments. It seems like this. It seems like like ABC should know when my cocktail hour is and and respect that. But they don't seem to do that. But Mm -hmm. we're we're working on it. Yeah. Okay. well, I, to be honest, was not super excited about Katie's season. I don't know if it's because I feel like we've just been going back to back to back with all of these seasons. And I know we just had a break, but I felt like it was too soon. And after last night's episode, I'm more excited about the season. Well, well, that's good. I mean, and and I think you and I both liked Katie when she was on uh, a Matt season last time. She, she seems you know, she was the one sticking up uh, for for the girls that were being bullied against the mean girls, and she you know, she seemed to be a fun person. And we both thought, you know, if for for the lead, as you say, or the host of the program, seems like she was a good choice. Yeah, I think that she's going to be a good lead, and I think that it'll be helpful that she has Tasha and Caitlin with her. Yeah, I'm I'm still getting used to to uh, to them and and. And not having Chris Harrison, and we know Chris Harrison has his issues and, and is hopefully being rehabilitated. But uh, you know, it was sort of it was sort of strange going from Chris's approach as sort of maybe a advisor who's a little bit arm's length from them to to, to Tasha and Caitlin, who seem like they want to be partners in crime. <laughs> well, I enjoy the partners in crime, but. But speaking of Chris Harrison, we do have a little programming update regarding him. It has come out that um, for Bachelor in Paradise, Chris Harrison will not be back. And David Spade will be hosting part of <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. Was Adam Sandler not available? <laughs> I mean, I love Adam Sandler. So I think we can hope that maybe he'll be making an appearance. But I've heard David Spade, they're not going to, I think that they're going to have multiple hosts throughout the season is what I've heard. And that, I don't know how familiar you are with Paradise, but Wells Adams, the bartender, is married or engaged, not sure which, to Sarah Hyland, who played Haley Dunphy on Modern Family. You know who that is. Don't shake your head like that. Well, I know I know who that is. I mean, I when I know her character, yes. So, but yes. I I have heard that they will also be partial co-hosts or something like that. So it sounds like it's going to be an interesting paradise season. But no, Chris Harrison for the foreseeable future. Okay. Well, I and and, and I, I I hope that Chris Harrison works through his issues and and 
you know, maybe we'll see him down the line and, you know, change is hard. And I'm sure as we, as we get further into the season, I'll grow more accustomed to, to Tayshia and Caitlin. All right. Well, that kind of takes me into my first high because I am here for Tayshia and Caitlin. I love Tayshia. I love Caitlin. And I love this strong female energy that we're getting. This is, this is quite the trio that we have of strong females I liked that they're not really staying arm's length, that they want to be involved. I thought it was funny that they're staring out the window, watching all the limo entrances, eating their popcorn. And I was very curious if as the men were walking into the building away from Katie, if they could just see Tasha and Caitlin's faces staring at them out the window. Yeah, I, mean, I, I got the impression that they... They might not have known that Tasha and Caitlin were there until they came out uh, to talk during the cocktail party. So I, I, who knows how these people get prepped for this stuff. I thought it was interesting that Katie didn't know that Tasha and Caitlin would be there. She just figured that there would be no host and she would be on her own. I thought, I thought that was interesting that she wasn't privy to that knowledge. Um, I, I do like Tasha and Caitlin as a duo. I'm not convinced yet that. Two hosts are needed. Um, you know, it seemed a little funny during the rose ceremony when they both have to come out and Tasha just stands there while Caitlin says, this is the final rose of the evening. Um, but maybe maybe they're going to tag team it and only one of them will do the rose ceremony next week or something like that. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Well, and, and we were doing the podcast when Caitlin was the bachelorette or, or when Tasha? she came I'm sorry. Yes, Tasha. Yeah, when she was the bachelorette. So I, and and you know, I I thought she was great, and and uh, you know, so I'm 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 very high on her. I don't know Caitlin that well, so so we'll see how that transpires. Okay, another high for me going into limo entrances. I quite enjoyed Andrew S's fake British accent during his entrance. It gave me a good laugh. I was a little confused because I was like, we saw his package. I don't remember him having a a uh, accent during it, but maybe I missed it. And Katie, Katie could tell it was fake. And then I liked how that little banter continued throughout the night as they had their conversation. I thought that was a good entrance. I, I actually had that as a highlight as well, you know. And I was I was also proud of myself that he was an American football player because I had this conversation, at least with the mom. I don't know if I had it with you about you know was he a a football you know soccer player or was he an American football player? And, and watching the the beginning of the show, it became very apparent that he was an American football player. Yeah, we discussed that last episode, and I think we established that we thought it would be football not soccer which is much less impressive when you're playing in austria <laughs> this is true but uh, yeah i mean i i might be a great football american football player in austria so you know perhaps it's not that big a deal i you know although andrew is in a little bit better shape than me maybe just a little yeah my last high is that i think that katie has a really good group of guys i think that Overall, casting seems to be doing better when it comes to The Bachelorette. You know, Tasha had a really good group of guys. There was a lot more depth and personality than than we typically saw. And I feel like we could get a lot of depth and personality from these men, too, which is something that I feel like we weren't really getting much of in Bachelor seasons. 
I, I think it's hard to tell. Uh, you know, they, certainly they, they there seem to be some some good guys in the bunch. Um, you know, they're. But first show, hard to tell what we've got going there. And then we have some some interesting people. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't sure what, you know, in, in, in thinking about highlights and lowlights, I wasn't sure where to put Connor, who showed up in his cat suit. You know, as a highlight, I, I give him kudos for the homework that he did in that he knew that uh, Katie, I guess, has a cat. I did not know this. I guess if I paid attention, perhaps I would. Yeah, perhaps if you paid attention in our Meet Katie episode when I told you she had a cat. Well, I, I yeah, I was thinking of bigger and better things. But anyway, you know, he he came in in his cat suit and and she seemed to really uh, think that was a positive thing. You know, you know, from a low light perspective, sitting around with a bunch of dudes wearing a cat suit, you know, seemed awkward but uh it seemed to work for him better or worse than sitting in a big box the whole night waiting for someone to open you yeah that was i thought that was strange uh and because the what's the guy that was in there james i think is his name he's a pretty handsome guy you know and and i'm not sure i'd be sitting in a box all night you know so uh uh but but he he made the cut so good for james did you have any other highs? Well, I, I I thought that it was sort of a high that Greg, the shy guy, got the first rose. I thought that that was that was very nice of of Katie, and and she seemed to appreciate um, sincere people that were being themselves, and 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 wasn't you know going for people that were beating their chest or or just you know you know trying too hard to make that first impression so i i i thought that was nice i i thought that was a highlight yeah i i'm a big greg fan i would i'll discuss him further down but uh, okay. big big greg girl over here okay those were all my highs okay so lows our hometown boy from charlotte north carolina gabriel had a very cringy entrance. He uh, was talking about how he didn't get to hug very often in the last year, and he wanted to show Katie his favorite hug. And it was just very uncomfortable, and I don't like him. I, I think I put him down as my choice for villain. We both did. Well, that's right. We both did. So, so, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of his either. So, so I can, I can see that being a low light. And my other low light, I don't even remember who did this because there was just too many men last night. But at one point in the night, a guy pulled out his bag of rocks to show Katie, and he was showing, like, had a little velvet drawstring bag, and it's like, oh, there's this rock and this rock. I didn't like that either. I don't think that showing a girl your rock collection on the first date is is the way to win her over. You know, my experience it was always to say, you know, save your rock collection for the third date, you know, and then and then you're in like Flint. You see what I did there? Um, halfway. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> so. Um. A couple, a few, a few lows that I thought were there. Uh, number one, you know, both in the teaser and the coming on future episodes, lots of men crying. You know, and 
have a little bit of dignity. I guess I guess this could be a theme that I might revert to uh, during our our season. You know, and and, and this is a, a terribly unfair and awful thing to say, which is going to get me in trouble with the mom. Uh, for some reason, it doesn't bother me as much when the girls are crying as when the men are crying. I don't know. Maybe it's my old school dad thing. Um, and, and I say that as the guy that, you know, when I'm watching Field of Dreams and Kevin Costner is throwing a baseball with his father, I might have a tear or two coming down. But come on, guys, you need to hold it together. Well, so. I don't know that movie, but I quite enjoy when men cry. And I don't know if it's just because I like to see them weak, but or I like when a woman can make a man cry, but I'm all here for this. Okay. <laughs> Another low life for me, a little too much on the sexual puns. You know, uh, we had a whole, you know, uh, all sorts of things going on from stroking to Sandy, the blow up doll. This show starts at eight o'clock. What about the kids? What about the kids out there? You know, we need to, we need to tone it down a little bit. I don't think the kids are going to understand most of those references, so it's okay. But I would like to note that two out of my top four, which for those of you who aren't good at math, that's 50%. 50% of my top four came in with sexual pun entrances. I had Christian saying, let's rub one out together with his genie lamp, and Justin talking about stroking it out with his paintbrush. So I, I don't know what that says about my taste in men, but it's just something I observed. Yeah, let's let's save that for another conversation. Uh, so, a um, couple of other points. I think it was somebody was going nutty on Cody. I think it was Aaron. I think that's who it was. Do we have any any idea what was going on there? So I put this as my wrong reason. I literally had no idea what was going on. I thought that maybe my TV glitched. We missed a scene in editing or something. But all of a sudden, I knew it was Cody. I didn't know who the other guy was. They're yelling at each other and saying, and, and in some big argument, I didn't know who they were. We had no context for this argument, had no idea what was going on, and then it was over. I, I feel like this was a cutting room floor error. Yeah, I, I, you know, it seemed like that guy was was uh, you know trying to be the villain and, and perhaps will be the villain. And, and I thought it was Aaron, but I don't know. And I don't even know if there's an Aaron on the show. But anyway, I, it was an, I think his name started with an A. So so that was that was strange. My last low light is. I, I I really was I, I didn't like the the way they brought in they brought in the first impression rose. It looked like it was a masked mobster coming in all dressed in black uh, with this rose who didn't say a word, just left the rose on the table. And to me, it almost felt threatening, like someone was going to be killed, you know, and, and I guess uh I thought I hope that they handled that a little bit differently. Maybe when the ladies could bring in a rose and say, here is the rose. I, I don't know, but it, I didn't like that. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. 
I did not actually notice who brought out the rose, so I can't really comment on it. But I do feel like typically it's Chris Harrison that puts the rose on the table. It might have been the luggage monkey. Uh, you do love the luggage monkey, though. But he he looked like a scary gangster kind of guy uh, in his in his with his mask and everything. So it it made it made me a little uncomfortable. Okay. Well, my last low. Did you notice Katie's drink during her first toast once she like came in to meet all the guys? Some no. guy handed her a drink, as in like one of your your whiskey glasses that you use, and it was like almost overflowing to the top. And everyone I was watching with was like, what the heck is she drinking? It looks like an apple juice color almost. So I did some research. And um, Caitlin, our co-host, new fiance, was posting on Instagram last night with some Q&A behind the scenes with Caitlin and asked Caitlin what Katie was drinking. And apparently it was a mixture of Red Bull, Champagne, and White Claws that was in that cup. Which just sounds disgusting to me. Yeah, well, and and from a dad perspective, you know, maybe I should leave this for fatherly advice. And you probably know this better than I. Don't just take drinks from random dudes, okay? It's it's a little scary out there. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Okay, are we good with our lows? I guess we're good with our lows. Okay, I need to go into the right reason. I have been bursting at the scenes to talk about this man. Because, Dad, last night I fell in love with a man named Greg. And this is not this is not just a schoolyard crush, let me tell you. This is a Tyler Cameron level, maybe even higher. I am in love with Greg. He is he's the one for me. I don't want him to win this season, and I don't want him to become famous because he's from New Jersey. And I now live in Philadelphia, and I need him to come back to the area. Okay. Well, that's that's quite the hot take. I'm glad that you're sharing that with uh, me and, and the world. So uh, I, I want I want this to get back to Greg. Okay, but he seems like a great guy. He's kind of like the the nervous, nerdy, sweet guy, but he's stupid hot too, and. He has he's the youngest of four children, I think, and all of his siblings have kids. So he has a lot of nieces and nephews. And he brought this, quote unquote, specialty necklace to Katie that his niece made. And it turned out to be like a macaroni necklace. And he's just so sweet and genuine. Like I followed him on Instagram already. I am ready to put all of my eggs in the Greg basket. Well, unfortunately for you, Katie gave him a rose, so you know he he seems pretty high up in the pecking order right now. So, um, you know, I, I'm glad that you and Katie both seem to have good taste, as far as we know, in in, in the way that you're uh, looking at men. He seemed like a very nice, sort of shy guy, handsome guy. So, uh, you know, that type of person, you know, looks like uh, he would be someone that. The, the parents could support you if you uh, date a person like that. So, uh, so well, good you, luck with that. Are you listening, Greg? My dad approves of you. Step one down. Let's go. Yeah, that doesn't mean that. Yeah, you know, when you know, if he's dating four girls and comes and asks for your hand in marriage, whether I'm going to be so uh, so so happy about that. So, you know, let's let's get out of the whole bachelor world before we approach that. 
You got anything else? Um, I could probably talk about Greg for an hour, but no, we can we can move on. I I also put as right reason Thomas. Um, I don't even remember what he looks like now, but I wrote down that he had like I think he was one of the first people out of the limo, and he was talking to Katie and just seemed very genuine and sweet and interested in her. And he seemed to have really good conversations with her throughout the night. And I think that was that's something that you don't always get on the first night, like some genuine conversations. Usually it's more like silly, lighthearted. And he, he, he impressed me. I think he could go far. Okay. I'm, I don't really remember which one Thomas is. You know, for, for right reason, I put down – Katie, just the way she seemed really working hard to try to put the guys at ease that were nervous, and, and she she really seemed to be making an effort just to connect with people and, and keep things cool, and, and you know, a lot of them seemed to be admitting that they were nervous, you know, more than I'm used to seeing, and I'm sure everyone's nervous when they're there on the first night, at least until they get a couple of drinks in them, um, but uh, I, I just thought that her approach was really good, and and um, uh, I, I just appreciated how she seemed to be going out of her way to uh, connect and keep keep these nervous guys, uh, you know, keep them keep them stable. I can get behind that. I think that Katie did a good job last night. Yeah, yeah. So wrong reasons. One of your top four made my wrong reasons list. Our good pal Jeff. Um, who lives in his RV and apparently drove it all the way to Albuquerque and wanted to show his home to Katie and was having to move around his dirty underwear and things. It's just, I'm not really sure what was going on in that little brain of his, but it, it was not a good look. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you on that. And, you know, I, I guess I just got suckered in by someone that's a skin salesman. You know, I, you know uh, in retrospect, that probably wasn't the way to go unless, uh, you know, he was trying to date Hannibal Lecter. But, uh, you know, he, he flamed out pretty quickly. I think him being a skin salesman is even more creepy since he lives in an RV. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I, I don't think you want to. Uh, hang out with the skin salesman in his RV. That's probably not a, not a, he's going to have a tough time there. <laughs> I hope we don't see him in paradise. Uh, I, um, I, 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 I swing and a miss by me on that one. No doubt. <laughs> All right. So that's my wrong reason. What about you? Is it the same? Well, the, the thing I put down is, I guess it just struck me. Of uh, you know, and and this is just the way the show goes. Is you know, are there really reasons to put thirty men in their mid twenties to early thirties uh, in the same room together like that with unlimited access to alcohol? Because it just sort of feels like it's going to brew trouble. You know, I was just thinking of you know, th- this is you know, they, they they seem to be getting a little more aggressive and competitive as the evening went on, and and. Now, I was just thinking, you know, why, you know, what's the right reason to put, the, you know, 30 of these guys together? Is it a football locker room? Is it when you're getting ready to, to for a Normandy invasion? I don't know, but it just it just scared me a little bit of, of the, uh, the, the, the testosterone might boil over there at some point in time. Well, I think that there was relatively little drama other than that weird 
no context argument that we saw, but I I was impressed. It didn't seem like anyone got like too too smashed or anything. No one was like jumping in the pool drunk. But also, they do have a drink limit, I believe. But I think it's an hourly drink limit. So you know, whenever the first night goes all night, that doesn't help that much. But I will say, I didn't notice the daylight towards the end of the episode like we normally do just now thinking about that usually like when we're getting the guys exit interviews for the first night boots they're out in the morning sun well the the other wrong reason that i did put down and and again this might be a little premature because it was sort of more on the the upcoming programs is the i think one of the guy i think the guy that you chose for your uh, first impression, Rose, uh, Mike, the gym owner, crying, and and he's like, I think, telling people he's the 31-year-old virgin. Um, and I'm just sort of scratching my head thinking, why would this person want to even come on this show? It doesn't seem to make sense to me. I think you're, you're on this show for the wrong reason. You know, I, I respect your decisions, you know, but, but I just don't think you should be on this show. Yeah, the the 31-year-old virgin coming on the sex-positive Bachelorette season seems a little uh, questionable. I hate that pick now, and I do not like the 31-year-old virgin storyline. I'm very tired of it, but it seems like Mike will probably be going decently far if we get to a point where he's crying about his virginity. He must be getting close to that fantasy suite date. (sighs) Heavy sigh. I agree. Okay. Are we good with wrong reasons? We're good. All right. I'm going to give out my MVP award to your winner pick, Connor B. I think that it was a ballsy move to dress up as a cat. Definitely could have backfired, but it worked well. And he stole Katie's heart and got that first makeout sesh of the season. They were really going at it. She was getting his, his cat nose on her nose. Some whiskers were getting exchanged. And... I personally was a little surprised he didn't get the first impression rose. I thought he would get it over Greg. Yeah, I, I think I think that he was actually the second person that she made out with. Well, but she kissed someone else. But like Connor was the make out. That was like a they were really going at it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I I I certainly thought Connor w- was a very strong candidate to get that first impression rose. Uh, you know, but I. But I, I sort of felt good that she gave it to Greg. So good, you know, but, but obviously Connor made quite an impression and, and looks to me like he's going to be a, a strong candidate. I agree. I think that Connor is definitely top four material. And, and the one that you chose to win, Christian, you know, he was, he was sort of on the edge there. You know, I'm not sure. I don't know how long he's going to be with us. Well, he's going to have, he's got some work to do. Yeah, but I just love his Boston accent. Well, that's great. I hope Katie does for your sake. (laughs) Okay. Well, before you wrap us up with some fatherly advice, we need to talk about Blake coming back. So in the... I I couldn't remember his name. I certainly recognized him uh, when he showed up. So yes. So I'm trying to remember what I can about Blake. He was in the Claire Tasha season and I think he was like really into Claire and didn't decide, couldn't decide whether or not he wanted to stay for Tasha. Ended up staying. 
being really into Tasha, and now he's really into Katie. And it just it seems a little weird to me that he's just really into whoever is the lead. And I wasn't a huge Blake fan on Claire and Tasha's season. So I'm not thrilled to see him back. I I don't know. It could be weird with Tasha being there too, since he at one point was really into her. Yeah, I, I, I think I sort of liked Blake uh, when he was on the season before. So, you know, I'm, I'm sort of amused by it. Uh, you know, again, I don't know what, what you have to do to, to get invited back. I don't know if you're, you know, if he's just stalking these people or, or, uh, you know, I, what's the process? Is he just like driving around saying, I heard they're in New Mexico. I'm going to go knock on the door and see if they let me in. Well, I'm assuming if he says that Katie's the one that he's met her before her season started, I would, I would hope. Um, but I feel like the producers, similar to how Heather Martin came to Matt James' season last year, that uh, if, you're, if you want to throw yourself onto a season and be hated by all of the contestants and have America groaning to see you again on their TV screens, they're not going to stop you. It's, yeah. it's going to be good drama. And if he sticks around, I'm sure he will be, even if he's not like a villain, he will be the hated person on the season. Well, well, no doubt they were they were giving uh, they were they were throwing uh, lasers at uh, at him in the in the future attraction stuff and 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 obviously not pleased that this guy can just show up and cut in line. I think that's what they uh, called it. Of course, you know, last season we had five. Then we have five ladies that sort of showed up after the fact, not even counting Heather Martin. That they just sort of brought in five new ladies at some point just to Michelle. And Michelle was one of them, and she went fairly. You know, she got to the finals, and will be a host uh, next go around. So, so who knows if there are other surprises that they're not even sharing with us at this point in time? Yeah, that's true. So, all right, you want to take us home with some fatherly advice? So, so a couple things I noticed. You no, know, number one, sort of going back to your to your new beau, Greg. Um, yeah, he. He seemed very sincere. Advice being, be yourself. You don't have to be the over the top guy. Um, Just you know, be yourself with the with with somebody because that's ultimately going to be what uh, your relationship is about. And then something that Katie said that really resonated with me that I thought was important. She said, "Lead with humor, and that's gonna that's gonna win her heart." So. Uh, you know, if somebody can make you smile, someone can make you laugh. I think those are really important parts of a, a long-lasting relationship. So, so take that into account as you are talking to Greg or whomever it is that uh, you might meet up there above the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> Hopefully, it's Greg. <laughs> Hopefully, it's Greg. You have to wait a while on that one, sweetheart. He's worth the wait. Well, I think that wraps up our first episode of Katie's season. So join us next time to hear about the first dates of Katie's season from The Right Reasons and My Dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh. 
an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.